You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with Steve Worsley, the toxic mold expert and your number one source for mold consulting and mitigation in the USA. Let's dive into a brand new episode. Before we get started on this episode, here's a not so short disclaimer. While all attempts have been made to verify the content provided in this podcast, neither the podcaster or the producers assume any responsibility for errors, omissions, or alternative interpretations of the issues discussed here. All information stated in this podcast is the opinion of Steve Worsley. Steve Worsley is a mold specialist with over 25 years of experience in the construction and mold industry. The Toxic Mold Podcast is for information sharing purposes only. The views expressed are those of the podcaster and his alone. These views should not be taken as expert instruction or commands. While there may be references to medical conditions and symptoms, all podcast episodes are the opinion of Steve Worsley and any medical questions or concerns shall be addressed with the appropriate licensed medical professional or professionals. As the podcaster refers to different mold types, please be aware that Steve Worsley is not a microbiologist and questions concerning mold specifics should be answered by the appropriate professional. Steve isn't nor does he offer any legal advice. For any legal advice, you must speak with a lawyer. The listener is 100% responsible for his or her own actions. You can check out Steve's books on Amazon. Just go to Amazon and search for author Steve Worsley. You can also take Steve's courses on Udemy or Skillshare, and you can find out more about those at cnccontractorservices.com. Now, let's get to the episode. Good morning. You are listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with myself, Steve Worsley. Today is episode 178. Uh, The topic is, you found a black mold infestation, so what's next? We're almost, we're almost a week away. I believe we are a week away from Halloween. So hope all of you enjoying the fall. Um, those of you that have little kids are probably doing last minute things with their costumes. And you're probably just can't wait to go trick or treating. <laughs> so um, anyhow, I hope all of you are doing well. Um, as I try to do in every episode, I want to thank all of you for listening. We have you know switched over to a new format. We're going to be changing a lot of things up here in the future with uh, CNC Contractor Services. Uh, we're going to be offering a lot more digital bundles, products, stuff like that. So we're kind of going through a bit of a transition, um, but I appreciate all of you. We couldn't do without you. Like we said, the topic is you found a black mold infestation. What do you do next? It doesn't even have to be a black mold infestation. Um, I'm not even a microbiologist, so I can't technically. It's kind of crazy. My my. My clients look at me kind of odd when I say, yeah, I can't even technically call it mold, <laughs> which I can't. I'm not a microbiologist. So as we say in the disclaimer, um, we have to have a sample taken by me or a mold inspector sent off to a lab. And then a microbiologist says, yes, it's mold and it's this mold type. So just to be clear, I can't, I have to call it suspected mold or mold-like substance. So anyhow, you find a mold infestation. Let's just say you're, you're down in your mechanical room. You're not there very often. You're putting a new, a new filter in your furnace and you happen to look behind, like, let's just say the water heater. And you're like, man, is that, is that discoloration there on the wall? Or is that a mold problem? 
you're not sure. Like, so what do I do? Obviously, I always recommend that you hire professionals. So we're going to go through scenarios and things. But at the end of the day, you should have a professional do it. And we, as you all know, we offer VPAs. So we can we can book you a VPA and we can figure out what you got to do next. But anyhow, if you don't go that route, make sure you, you call Mold Inspector. So what should you do first? Well, the first thing you should do actually is, and I know it sounds extreme, you should put a containment up around that area that you think is mold. And I'm not going to go into what we do for containments, um, but it's quite extensive, takes a lot of work. Do I expect you to do that? No, but for liability reasons, that's what I got to tell you to do. But let's just say that you decide you're going to go that route and you put up a containment. The other thing you'd have to do, and this is something my clients just, they, I have to tell you this, but they, they're somewhat shocked, but you have to vacate the home if you think that mold is making you sick. It's If it's a health hazard, you can't be there. So that's another thing I've got to tell you for liability reasons. So make sure um, you do take it seriously. It might not make you sick, but it could make your youngest child sick or your elderly mother or father that's living there. It could make your asthmatic 15-year-old sick. It could make other people sick. So don't just think about yourself. But um who who do you look for when you when you're going to call a specialist? That's something we're going to go over here in the next few weeks. Um, we'll go into depth a lot further as far as who do you call. But who who do you call first? Do you call the mold inspector or do you call a mitigation company? And I say that because most of the time they're not the same entities. Um, you know, I do mold inspections. I'm a certified mold inspector and I'm a certified mold mitigation contractor. So we do do both. But when it comes to, let's just say your home, if I'm the mold inspector, I always recommend that you get a second opinion and you have another mold inspector, or another mold mitigation company come in after what I've recommended. Because it, it doesn't look good if I'm the one doing the inspection and then I'm the one telling you that you need... $15,000 worth of mitigation. But anyhow, what? who do you call? The inspector or the mitigation company? Because they're usually two different entities. In my opinion, I, I, if, if I thought it was mold, I would go to the mitigation side. That's just my opinion. Um, we see mold infestations all the time when you know, we're, we're doing mold inspections, you know, we're there for different reasons. If you're there for an estimate, there's already a mold problem. If you're there for a mold inspection, you're making sure there isn't any mold concerns, but either way, whether it's a mold inspection or mitigation, I do not recommend any testing of that mold prior to mitigation. To me, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. As you know, mold infestations are not common. Mold spores in the air is common. That's normal. But a mold infestation is not. So we don't really, I don't want to say we don't care, but it's it's irrelevant what type of molds are there in that mold infestation. The problem has to be fixed. So, it you know, at the end of the day, it's kind of like, you know, getting stitches. Yeah, they ask what caused the cut, but at the end of the day, you still need stitches. It doesn't matter what caused it. I typically, I don't recommend any testing. I don't I wouldn't jump to, unless you're just, you're not sure at all, I wouldn't go to a mold inspector. I'd go right to the mitigation company. Do keep in mind that 
they're a mitigation company, so they are going to, you know, give you a bid for, for remediation that's not cheap. Whereas a mold inspector, they're only going to charge you, I don't know, $1,000 to do a bunch of testing and all that. Anyhow, we kind of tapped into what my next question is that, that a lot of you would ask. Like, does it matter what mold types are present when it comes to a mold infestation? And like I said, it, it to me, it doesn't. We don't. We're not going to do mitigation based on the mold types. We don't look at the the mold types, which once again, this has to come from a mold lab. So you have literally have to send it off. It takes, I don't know, our process usually takes four or five days um, from us sending it off and then getting results. But anyhow, let's just say the lab says, yeah, there's there's penicillium, aspergillus, clodosporium, ascospores, but there's no stachybotrys in that sample. Does that mean we don't do mitigation? No, we still do mitigation. It doesn't matter what mold types are there. And that's my point. We don't really care because mold, as if you've listened to this podcast long enough, you know, even common molds can make you sick. Lots of different common mold types can produce mycotoxin. It's a it's kind of a slippery slope, but on the other hand, it's really not, in my opinion. It doesn't matter what mold types are present when it comes to mold mitigation. So if you want to know, that's that's up to you. I tell my clients all the time, if, if, it's, if it's worth it for you to spend that extra money for us to take samples and send it off to a lab, we'll do it. It's just not going to change anything we're going to do on the mitigation side of things. I'm sure your next question is, well... Can I mitigate the mold on my own? And when I say that, you as a listener that has no mold equipment or mitigation equipment, no expertise, um, and for the most part, all you've heard about mold mitigation is from this podcast. And this podcast is not designed for you to, to go out and do mold stuff on your own. That would be your question. Can you? Well, I hear that all the time, and our standards do state, and the EPA states, that if a mold infestation is smaller than 10 square feet, you're literally talking about a three by three window. That's your typical bedroom window. Matter of fact, a bedroom window is a little bit larger. That's the size of a mold infestation that we can tell you you can fix on your own. Even when I find a mold infestation that small, I don't tell you you can fix it on your own. And here's why. We have, and you've heard this from me numerous times, we have never, ever done a mold job where we only mitigate what we estimated. Meaning we went in there, we saw that there was X amount of square feet of, of mold, and then that's all it was. Mold mitigation, and I say this with mold, mold is the gift that keeps on giving. When we start cutting walls out, sheetrock out, we have to chase the water stains and the mold, and it's never right where you think it's going to be. It's always larger. My whole point is, is even if you found, let's just say a two foot by two foot area, four square feet of mold, I'm not going to tell you, yeah, you can do it on your own. My work, my exact, exact verbiage would be, it's likely a lot larger than that. You don't have the equipment. So no, you shouldn't do it. But let's say you try to do it. You're going to run into a lot of problems like we talked about. I don't go through mitigation processes Every job's different. Every company's different. We use different chemicals for different materials. It's just, it's it's complex. You know, when it comes to you doing mold mitigation on your own, can you? 
what you can do and what you should do are two different things. So do you need to hire a professional to come in and you pay them $5,000 to, to, to mitigate one little spot on, on a floor joist? That's up to you. I mean, if it was me in your shoes, if that's all it was, the problem had been remedied, you know, let's just say it was lack of ventilation. You got a little bit of mold on a floor joist. I wouldn't pay somebody $5,000 because that's literally what we have to charge minimum to come in and do mitigation. And the reason behind that is, is that it's a, it's a lengthy process. We don't just come in and spray chemicals. A lot of people think that. I have general contractors all the time that think that, you know, we can just go in and spray it. It takes you couple hours and you're good to go. No, it's it's pretty complex. There's containments involved, there's air scrubbers, ozone machines, lots of things that that are <laughs> that go into mold mitigation. So to think you can do it on your own is a bit naive and that's okay. I you know, we're all experts in what we do. I just want you to know if you're trying to do something on your own when it comes to mold mitigation, you you could do just a couple things wrong and it could make you sick. You could have cross-contamination concerns and literally that little mold or little area of mold that you thought you were mitigating could literally cause problems in another corner of the house because those molds got into your HVAC system. You know, just keep that in mind. And I, I, I get it. We None of us have the money to just throw around and say, yeah, okay, you know, this little tiny mold problem is only going to you know, take me a couple hours. But if I pay a company, they're going to come in and it takes several days because of the processes they have to follow with their certifications. I don't have five grand to do that. So I get it. But I just want you as a listener to understand the risks you're taking. And I don't want it. I don't want to scare anybody into saying, hey, you can't clean it up. But as we've talked about in other episodes, you can't, and we don't, only spray chemicals on mold. That's not how you get rid of mold concern. And as you very well know, if you've listened to those episodes, spraying is, I don't want to say feeding, but it is. You're contributing to a deeper mold infestation or a larger mold infestation if all you do is spray whatever chemicals you find at your hardware store. If you just spray that on that mold, that's you're just creating and contributing to more mold growth. So don't do that. So what's our call to action? If you have a mold concern, I just told you, don't try to deal with it on your own. Even if you can't afford the mitigation, you shouldn't just ignore it and say, hey, you know, we're not going to deal with it. Or you shouldn't just say, hey, I don't have the money. I'm just, I'm, I'm going to fix it myself. You need to get somebody involved. You know, it doesn't have to be me. You need to get a mold specialist involved that will walk you through the process, make sure you're doing things right. Because there are things like getting your insurance company involved and there's other options that as mold specialists, you know, we we have the experience and we know that, you know, you don't, we don't just say, oh, you can't afford it. Okay, let's just forget about it. Um, that's just not how we operate. So, because at the end of the day, we want all of you to be healthy in your homes. We also can't work for free, but there there are other options is my point. So go out, hire somebody that's reputable. Um, we do all sorts of consultations. I don't, I'm not sure when we kind of expanded that, but I think it was last year, the year before. I have different consultation packages. We do VPAs, virtual property assessments, which is literally a mold inspection. We do just phone consult, well, it's a Zoom, but we do full mold consultation. We do consultations that don't involve a phone call. 
and it is literally you send me your lab results and I type up an interpretations letter and send you back what we think. So there, we have different levels. We have full mold mitigation consultation packages. We have building a new home consultation packages. So if you go to our website, uh, cnccontractorservices.com, there's a tab you click on that's consultations. It's it's fairly you know quick, easy. There's like six different packages that explain everything, has the pricing. Go to our website and, and book one of those consultations. There should be something available for all of you. Go ahead and go do that. Once again, um, I appreciate all of you for listening and have a great day. Thank you for listening to this episode. Make sure you go to our website at cnccontractorservices.com and sign up for the Mold Investigation Checklist. Again, go to cnccontractorservices.com and get your free Mold Investigation Checklist today. You can also, on cnccontractorservices.com, find out more about Steve's courses and books and consultations. Once again, go to cnccontractorservices.com.